0: Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind, and that which he killed will stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 10. The Fate of the Innocent. I'm gonna do the intro and then we'll talk about
1: lore, but I can cut that out. Okay. okay. Hey, welcome back to Stay Buried. This is a podcast where I. Uh, <laughs> Why is this so awkward?
2: We're keeping and all of it. Um, no, we're keeping it. Yeah. No.
1: Uh, <laughs> hi and welcome back to Stay Buried. In this, I, my name is Newton. Holt. <laughs> my name is Newton Holt. This has been a while. And, <laughs> Hi and welcome back to Stay Buried. My name is Newton Holt, and in this podcast, me and my friends crack open a book that I wrote when I was 12 years old. It is not very good. Uh, it is called Rupture, and it is about uh, a couple kids who get transported to a fantasy world. I am joined
2: by uh, my my friends. Should I? Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> Nick. Yeah, we've all had, I guess, one too many twisted teas. I don't know. Um, <laughs>
3: And by we all we mean nudes. <laughs> uh my name's Zach and that's with a CK. <laughs> uh
4: back by popular demand, I'm Eli.
3: Still here, Kevin. All right.
1: Um so lots it's been a while since we last recorded, so if you're listening to this just like a week after the last one, I I apologize if there's anything that you're just is glaringly obvious that we've missed. Um but uh I think we need to talk about it. so there's a massive lore <laughs> dump in this last chapter. Elijah wasn't here for so to my understanding uh the big reveal was one there's this race of gargoyle looking creatures called ings that are incredibly powerful roan, who's this hag, steals one uh actually hold on let me let me let me read the recap that I pulled up and and uh we can go from there doesn't,
3: doesn't she steal like a whole bunch of them
2: she she has a whole bunch. She has a whole bunch They're of They're eating cookies. That's what you're hearing right now.
3: <laughs> they, don't, they don't hear anything if you edit it properly.
1: <laughs> that's, no. not how, no, that's not how that works. are <laughs> not
3: just a filter-remove-cookie sounds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the, yeah, the new uh, features on Premiere. All right, so I'm just going to read this. Rupture is a fantasy novel with a fairly straightforward premise. Uh, there are two worlds living in parallel dimensions separated by a magical schism called The Rupture. One world, called Gale, is inhabited by magical creatures like elves, hags, nymphs, nomads, darklings. And they're ruled by a mysterious and powerful being known as King Genghis. The other world is Earth. People can jump between the worlds with one of two powerful items called the Thur. One of these was designed by Benjamin Franklin, apparently, but that's not really a, probably a very important plot point. Uh, there are a number of story threads that we're following. There's like three big ones that I am aware of. So there's the A story. Joe Morgan, a kid who likes to, to punch things. In the throat. Yeah, in the throat. Uh, and two of his friends, Will, a lovable nerd, and Sarah, a girl. <laughs> 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 They're the children of mythical creatures who escaped from Gale and started lives on Earth. Their lives are disrupted when Roan, this powerful hag from, another, from the other dimension, appears and freezes Will and Sarah's parents and apparently kills Joe's father. In order to escape, the children are transported to Gale and the sealther is shattered. With the help of a three-eyed creature, or now two-eyed creature, <laughs> named Watcher, the children go and, and search for the ten pieces of the sealther so that they can get home. That's the like the A story. We've already got one. We've big, we fought a big monkey.
3: But we didn't get it.
1: Oh, the, no. Roan took it. Right. Yeah. So, Ron has one of the pieces of seal third. Uh, The kids have none, and they're still trying to find more so they can go home. At this point, though, it's like a moot. Like,
3: Yeah, did they kind of just like be like, eh, Ron has one, but we'll try to get the rest anyways? I kind of yeah,
1: forgot about that. Uh, maybe 90%. If you have 90% of the seal through, like 90% of you can go home. <laughs> you have to leave like, just your just... foot behind. <laughs> Sorry, Will. <laughs> Uh, and in the B story, uh, we've got Roan. She's a hag, which in Gale is a sort of shape-shifting witch that likes to dress up like a hippie. She's a reluctant server for Genghis, battered by trauma, her family having been murdered. Roan works for Genghis in order to save some, to get some sort of like security. And then uh, recently that security has been jeopardized. In Chapter 7, Genghis curses Roan. She has five days to find the shattered pieces of Seelther or face punishment from the king. She uses this time to hunt down the kids, but goes on some side quests as well, seemingly without the knowledge of Genghis. One such chapter, Chapter 9, features Roan visiting a man named Click McDoll in order to find information about a mysterious and supposedly extinct race of creatures called the Ings. She leaves that chapter with a nearly infant in, uh, ing in her possession. That's how it's described. Nearly an infant, <laughs> which I don't know if that means before oh, or right after. Because <laughs> she
3: she killed the rest of the ings. Yeah, right? she,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. She killed. There's a bunch of ings in there. She kills all of them. I don't know why.
3: How did they get there?
1: Don't know why. Okay. Don't know.
3: She she like secretly planted them there, right? Well, how did they get there from the third world? We don't know yet. Well, I don't I, think we're gonna know. <laughs> I think we figure it out.
1: Uh, we know that she kind of she doesn't like Genghis. He's an abusive man, yep. and that for some reason she only needs one ing, but she's kind of a free player in some ways. Um, and then the C stories, Genghis, don't really have much updates on him. <laughs> he wants the pieces of Seal thing. He's
3: wrecking havoc.
1: Um, yeah. So in this last chapter, we found out that it's not just two worlds. There's this third world. This futuristic society called Kai. And Kai was destroyed by Kai. <laughs> they there is this creature called Kor, this like god basically, who wanted to destroy Kai, and they could only destroy him by throwing him into the planet's core and destroying him. And therefore destroying Kai. So they saved Kai. By, by story, k- killing right. Kai, right. yeah. So it was going to explode either way. Might yeah. as
3: well take him with it, right? Right. It was the idea that Kai is like self sacrificing to save the other worlds out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because odds are he probably would have k- kept going, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's the big kind of dump right now. We're, we're finding out more about the history of this world. Um, this next chapter, chapter 10, is kind of a another Roan side quest. We meet this little boy. Um, who whose family's being destroyed by, by the Genghis crew.
2: Yeah, I've kind of come to the conclusion that I'm not ever going to understand the, <laughs> the lore or the background of this story. I'm pretty much here for the, the emerging love triangle between Joe, Sarah, and Will, and just all the kill scenes, really. That's what I care about. I feel like that's what the listener probably cares about the most, too. I mean,
3: that's the most action and most drama, right? That's what sells these days.
2: Not deep war. That's true.
5: <laughs> Will loves Joe. Joe loves Sarah. Sarah loves Will. Joe it loves ends. a good throat punch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, let's dive into it, knowing that. Chapter 10, The Fate of the Innocent.
0: Raul gazed at the flames. They danced toward him, begging for a master. He reached out his hand and touched them. They loved him affectionately, so they did not harm him. "'How can you be this way?' Raoul mentally asked the fire. The flames leapt into the air and formed a figure, a woman, clothed in a flaming dress. Her skin was of pale inferno, and her eyes blue blaze. Its voice rang through Raoul's head. "'Of what way, little one?' "'How can you be this... hurtful?' "'To what, exactly?' "'My family, my home, everything!' Fire is nothing to love.
2: I know we said we weren't going to interrupt as much, but
3: (laughs) I feel like we need to talk about this,
2: right? Um, What the hell is this? Is he about to get it on with this flame? Like, what's happening here exactly? She's pretty hot. (laughs) They loved him affectionately.
3: (laughs) This is such an interesting start to a chapter. After just a giant lore drop, we have this Raul. Raoul Raoul, Raoul. Uh, and the flame lady. There's also is, uh, is blue blaze a flavor of Mountain Dew that you were drinking <laughs> at the time? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, this is Kid sitting on the floor. Wait, you're picturing a kid? E- he is a kid. I-, I glanced ahead. Oh, see, I was not. Yeah. Picturing I was
2: picturing a kid like a middle
5: aged like
2: man. man. Raul. I feel like that's like the name of a. There's no
5: kid uh, named
3: oh, Raul. Right? Yeah, I mean,
1: Rauls don't just spring into existence as thirty year old Spaniards. They do have to. They do have to <laughs> grow up.
3: I I need to see proof of that before I believe it.
2: Okay, so we're not getting the novel's first sex scene. That's not what this is. No, that's later. Oh, good. Okay. I don't know. I, I feel like a
5: kid would say, and, uh... "My family, my home, everything, fire is nothing to love." He, yeah, he
1: seems like he, you know he's upset. I'm his his, you know, his family just burned down to death. Did they? I like that we make fun of. Uh, past newt for saying stupid sentences and then i say just nonsense sometimes and and everyone rolls with it which is good um or condoning idiocy the flame lady shook her head sparks shot from her scalp like fireworks this time she
0: decided to use what she was born with a tongue
5: okay okay
0: my name is firestorm what is yours Firestorm reached out and tapped the boy's cheek. Raoul, he replied, stunned by the fact that he was touched by a fire lady. <laughs> that is a wonderful name, she said, looking crestfallen. What ails you, Firestorm? called Raoul. His eyes were filled with compassion. Fire had always been his friend since the day he was born. He could not be harmed by it. I am bound by an evil man, one with stronger power than you can imagine, Raoul. He is heartless, ruthless, and downright disgusting. As a young Spark, he made me pledge my allegiance to him. Who? Genghis. Even his name is evil.
5: Hitler? Even his name is
0: evil.
1: There was an explosion in the distance. Raul jumped back. Firestorm's eyes glowed with hatred. What did this? Who scared this young, innocent boy?
4: My mom picking me up from a party where people are drinking.
0: (laughs) 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 What did this? Who scared this young, innocent boy? She scowled into the distance. Raul looked at her. You did. Your inferno is burning my city. Everything I love is burning. Firestorm looked at the boy. Then I must leave before you or anything else you love is injured. Raoul looked at her. He mouthed words, but his voice was dying out. For the first time in his life, the boy felt heat. It was killing him. Firestorm gazed at him. What is it? You're killing me,
1: he shouted. He toppled to his knees. Firestorm looked at this young boy. He or his family had done nothing wrong, but Genghis had sent her to eliminate him. Why was life so cruel? Raoul, I, I must give you this. Never let go of it, she said, dropping a small glass bottle onto the floor. On the other on the inside was a clear red liquid. She backed away, allowing Raoul to take it without being burned. What is it, Firestorm? <laughs> he
3: cooed. <laughs> read it right, read it right.
1: What is it, Firestorm? <laughs> I did not know what cooed meant.
3: <laughs> no.
0: "'What is it, Firestorm?' he cooed. "'It is the liquid fire, a powerful, magical item.' "'What does it do?' Firestorm screamed. Her blue eyes bulged from her head. Then, in one second, she was gone, engulfed by the flame that she was. In her place stood a tall man with long black hair, long yellow fingernails, and pale skin. "'Hello, Raoul.' I think you have something I want, said Genghis, his black hole of a heart pounding in his chest.
3: That
5: is our first physical description of Genghis. Yes, it is! That's what I
3: was excited for He has long yellow fingernails. That's it's awesome. Long greasy
5: black hair. I can already see it.
2: Um, okay, so taken with no context whatsoever, just in a vacuum, <laughs> the sentence, This time she decided to use what she was born with, a tongue, is probably my favorite. I bet one that's of in a. <laughs>
4: That's in Fifty Shades somewhere. <laughs>
3: this
4: chapter should be called "The uh, Shape of Fire."
3: <laughs> okay, is is what's her name? Flame? Fire, is Firestorm <laughs> like a flame Atreanak here? Like, What, yeah. what is okay. okay? Yeah, I think she's I think like she's an X Men.
1: She's a being of fire. Okay. <laughs> Ever since she was a young spark, <laughs> she's spark. been working for. That's pretty
4: good. <laughs> yeah, I like that world building.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of cute, honestly.
4: Okay, Buck. So.
3: Raul was immune to flames for his whole life, and, and then now he's, now he's not. Right? Yeah. Because.
1: Do you want me to finish that sentence? Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I'd like the author to explain that.
1: Um, she's magical fire.
3: Okay, I'll accept that. <laughs>
2: Where are they right now? Like, what is even the context? Of outside this of town,
5: that's Genghis,
1: Genghis is burning down a village. Um, wow. And I think he's in like the ruins of his home, okay well, why'd you laugh? <laughs> That's a good explanation, <laughs> yeah, you're right,
2: you're right um I didn't tell I said I wasn't gonna try to understand this anyway, so what am I <laughs> yeah. doing you're right, yeah, okay. <laughs>
4: Also, it says, for the first time in his life, Raul felt heat. Like, not just, like, not just like flame heat, like, just heat. This I think he's about to
2: get it on with this thing, yeah, he was and then heat. Genghis
4: swoops in and interrupts. He's just constantly shivering, though, you know? Like, he's gotta be.
3: <laughs> well, at first, it talks about how he's, like, touching flames and dancing with them, and then all of a sudden, they start to actually burn him. So, like, was Raul some sort of gifted fire child? Yeah, I think that's okay. what,
1: what's going on here, yeah. Also, oh, you're going to want to really want to eat the mic when you're talking to it. So you're going to get a little bit close. Yeah. Oh, ki- kiss. You that keep saying that. that. Kiss. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like is you this, really wanted to have, does have
5: this it? like lead up to the Fire Lord in like eight
3: chapters? I, mm, maybe I'm world building here. I doubt it, but. No. <laughs> the Fire Lord is Firestorm's dad or something. I see it. <laughs> I'm Fire Dad. <laughs> we never
5: said the Fire Lord wasn't, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 you know, being a pure fire. Or a woman. Oh (laughs) sorry. Uh,
3: (laughs) I think we need to get a coup count going also. There's been a lot of coups and I want to know how many. It'd be a great
2: drinking game, honestly. Every (laughs) Every, time time someone
3: coups, you take a shot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Raul gripped the hilt of his blade.
1: Uh, Okay, hold on. Real quick. (laughs) There this is well no no, (laughs) There's a there's an asterisk in the middle of this page to break it off. Then the next description is it just immediately, continues. immediately after. So it's just there for emphasis, I guess. <laughs> Raoul guilt, uh, gripped the hilt of his blade, ready to draw it from his sheath. He was ready to hack the silly grin off Genghis's face that second. Instead, he swung towards the man's chest. Genghis darted to the side, leaving nothing but a blurry outline in its place. He's <laughs> <It's> a cartoon <laughs> character. <laughs> Zoink! Show yourself! shouted Raul. Genghis appeared in front of him, swinging the blunt side of his sword forward. The little elf boy toppled back,
3: clutching his nose. (laughs) Why'd you make
2: that noise?
3: We didn't know Raul was an elf. Oh, okay. Now we know he has anti-gravity powers. This this changes things. (laughs) Along with fire powers, Raul's pretty cool. He's my favorite character now. (laughs)
2: Little boy, give me what I want, he said
1: gazing at the blue blood trickling down the boy's face.
5: Not what that says.
1: Gazing at the blue blood tricking down the boy's face. His nose was broken, maybe worse. That much was for sure. (laughs) Like, I know that there are things worse than broken. But Sorry, I'm interrupting. What do you want? Raul gagged.
3: (laughs) Read it right. Read it right. What do you want?
1: Wow, gagged. You know, Elf, the fire in the bottle, the one that my fire lady was not supposed to give you. (laughs) If I didn't have it in the first place, then why did you send her (laughs) to kill me? (laughs) If I didn't have it in the first place, (laughs) then why are did you send her to kill me? (laughs) Because you have two things I want:
5: <laughs>
1: the liquid fire and the crest of ore. Raúl clenched his fists; the hilt of his blade squeezed into his fingers, while his nose just got worse. What?
2: <laughs> what is happening to his nose right now?
1: <laughs> it's like, it's
5: deteriorating at a rapid pace. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You have two things that I want. Previously, you only had the one, but that was my bad. <laughs>
0: if I didn't have it in the first place, then why R, did you send her to kill me? Because you have two things I want. I want the liquid fire and the crest of ore. Roel clenched his fists. The hilt of his blade squeezed into his fingers while his nose just got worse. "'What did you do to Firestorm?' Raoul shouted. "'The only thing I could do. She disobeyed me, so I had to eliminate her.' Raoul felt tears drip down from his eyes. Although he had only known her for a few moments, he felt like she was a larger part of his life. It felt like she was a long-lost friend coming to regain their companion. Raoul swung again, ignoring the pain in his nose, he gripped his sword with both hands, twirling on his heels, hoping the sword would meet flesh. Genghis just laughed. Is that all you can do? No, shouted Raoul. Uncapping the bottle, he thrust it a bit forward. Boom! Genghis toppled back. Blue blood poured from his veins. His scorched torso burned like flame. Raoul recapped it, then thrust one foot ahead of him, drawing the sword behind his head. This was a standard pose for elf sparring. (laughs) Genghis drew his sword. As he did, screams erupted from the invisible chasms. Raoul fell to his knees, covering his ears, his blade cluttered to the ground. Ever heard of this? It's the Urgal Hur, or as you elves would call it, the Screaming Sword. It renders opponents unconscious if they aren't prepared. Raul screamed at the same tone of the sword. His ears started to bleed as well. The flames danced around him as if he were something to worship. Genghis smiled, then raised the sword into the air, and thrust it down in the little body of the elf. Um. What's happening?
2: Uh, well,
3: <laughs> my really... favorite character is getting killed off moments after <laughs> he was introduced.
4: My favorite character is the screaming sword now. <laughs>
3: you mean the
1: Urgleherd? <laughs>
4: The -er. (laughs) hamburger It's like a Rick and Morty thing almost.
2: (laughs) What do we think the crest of ore is?
3: I I think that's his flame flame bending. He gets that from his the crest of ore would be my guess. Oh that'd be cool. (laughs) You'd like that, wouldn't you? I would like I would
1: like if something made sense. Yeah, because then there would be at least some sort of like sense of causality and not just a kid going, I've never felt heat before.
3: So what do we think this like liquid fire bottle is? It's a like, magical item. Right, right. So is it a liquid like he uncapped it and he poured like a super hot liquid on him? or He, like, I think he, he threw from a little it. bit of
5: liquid and then it just turned into fire that I, burned him? Yeah, I imagine
1: that he like, he tosses, it's it's like one of those like essential oil kind of like things so it's only a drop can come out at a time. Oh. And then he you know, where did you get that from the text? <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm just I'm just trying to paint a picture. <laughs>
2: okay. I'm just curious how you got essential oils from that. No, I mean
1: like cuz otherwise the whole thing would have come out but I, like what, I thought he just used his trump card really I he early. I just
2: splashed a little on him, I guess Was that, that That's what I thought. As yeah, well. no no,
1: I as I'm saying, like yeah, he's and then like in yeah, as it comes out of the bottle, it rawr, turns into like a big explosion. And then yeah. and
5: immediately after that, he went into the standard pose for Elf Sparring. <laughs>
1: Which is one foot forward and then drawing the sword behind his
5: head. I um, really, that we got to get some demonstrations on that one. That's not coming It's like me.
4: It's like Obi-Wan Kenobi, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, okay, uh, okay, okay. Also, I like to think that the bottle is just like a bottle of hot sauce. And he's kind of like, <laughs> it's, it's got it's, some in his eyes a little bit. <laughs> Frank's red hot.
3: <laughs> oh, the hottest <laughs> stuff known to man. <laughs> yeah,
1: so he just stabbed this kid.
3: With, yeah.
5: With the Urgle Her. With the Urgle
3: Her. I like how it's called he calls it the Urgle Her, but it's like, oh the, the elves call it the screaming sword, you know. Cause that actually makes more a lot more sense than the Urgle Her does.
1: <laughs> oh, you call it the screaming sword? Hmm. I call it the Urgle
3: Hurt. <laughs> Do we, do we know what race Genghis is? Has that? That no. hasn't come he up He has yet.
5: black, long hair, and yellow fingernails. Okay. Ugly. <laughs> he plays Yu Gi Oh! <laughs> the ugly race. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Raul let out another scream, but he was the only one this time, for the screaming sword only screamed when it was unsheathed, whether in a sheath or
2: in the body of an innocent
1: child. Oh, I'm
5: glad you explained that one. <laughs>
2: That's actually a pretty good line right there. I
3: really like that. (laughs) So he's saying the sword was sheathed in the body of a child. Wow, that's dark. I like it.
1: (laughs) Genghis laughed. Give me the liquid fire. No! Raoul jumped up and thrust his sword into the breastplate of Genghis. He did nothing more than a shudder. Is that the best you can do? Genghis sighed. The king kicked outwards, knocking Raul backwards. Raul
4: (laughs) (laughs) toppled. Cause and effect, right? (laughs) That's just a one-two punch.
1: That's just a really amusing set of sentences. Knocking Raul backwards. (laughs) Raul toppled backwards. He just keeps going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The king kicked outward, knocking Raul backwards. Raul toppled backwards. There was a flash of light next to Genghis, and Roan appeared from nowhere. "'Ah, Roan. Good timing,' Genghis smiled. The hag curtsied. "'Thank you, my lord,' she replied. She rose and faced towards the elf boy. Raoul was trembling on the ground, trying to extract the blade from his chest. When he did, his ears pounded with pain again. "'You are cowards,' Raoul managed to say.' He continued to trip on his own tongue.
1: Cowards are we? If so, why am I the one who disabled you? Why did I fight you?
5: <laughs> gets beats up little kids and it's like, me? <laughs> Coward? <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. He's a little petty.
4: There is not a child my blade has not met. <laughs>
2: And this kid looks messed up right now, right? Like, I don't even think he has a nose anymore. He's been stabbed. Or worse.
4: How bad was the damage to his nose? That, like, it went into more detail about the pain in his nose than, like, the sword straight through him. He managed just with a broken nose. He just barely managed to stand.
0: Cowards are we? If so, why am I the one who disabled you? Why did I fight you? Raoul fell on his back and stared at the sky. He silently laughed. "I now realize what my point in life is. Roan stepped forward. What may that be? Raoul smiled, uncapped the liquid fire. My point is to eliminate one of the main threats on Gale. Genghis smiled. He saw where this was going. He didn't care, and what may that be <laughs>
3: step forward what may that be <laughs> and then, like two seconds later Genghis comes in oh yeah well, what may that be oh, yeah. <laughs> the amount of
2: times like a character stops to question somebody before they like you know do some like kill them or something like that um also you you really love the line like is that the best
3: you oh, can I do? <laughs> the one-liners of Genghis are great. Like, they- <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's always that. Yep. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, You're right. The one-liner of Genghis.
1: <laughs> he's just this omnipotent, powerful being and nothing nothing comes close <laughs> to him. So he's just always like, hmm, is, is that, that the, the best you can, you can do? do? What's the purpose in this life without an equal?
0: <laughs> Raul Stood blood pouring from a wound in his chest and back he thrust the bottle forward keeping it in his hand the liquid fire flashed through the air roan let out a wail of pain feeling an explosion rock her chest she toppled back gripping the robe at her front with both her wilted hands she caught fire toppling back her bones rattled with shock of the big boom she swore loudly and her legs gave way She crumpled to the ground. She morphed from hippie to hag, from hippie to hag, in a continuous pattern, as if she could no longer focus on a true form. Genghis, help me, she moaned, gripping her face and chest. Genghis shook his head, then he swooped down, seizing the liquid fire and heading off into the distance, most likely going to get the crest. He left them both to die. She morphed from hippie to hag, from hippie to hag, in a continuing (laughs) pattern.
5: She fell to the ground like three times consecutively in those paragraphs.
2: From hippie to hag is just such a funny phrase. (laughs) Hippie to hag, hippie to hag. (laughs) Genghis, help me!
1: She moaned, gripping her face and chest. Genghis shook his head then swooped down, seizing the liquid fire and heading off into the distance, most likely going to get the crust. (laughs) He left both of them to die.
2: Is Ro dead? Did he just kill Ro? Ro is awesome. Even (laughs) if it wasn't just one chapter. yeah. Yeah. I just, I just love most likely going to get the crest. <laughs> Who knows? Jab, but maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, the best part of this is truly that, that Genghis saw where this was going, but didn't give a shit. It was just like, yeah, he's probably going to kill Ron, but. <laughs> right?
1: He's just an agent of chaos. He just does not care. I honestly, I'm starting to go towards that. Like, in my head, I, I imagine him more as just like. He just wants stuff to amuse him. Just things that are just like, oh, that was fun. That yeah. was funny. We
3: definitely have not established any motive for Genghis yet. So that's Whatsoever. the best one to go with so far.
1: I can't imagine it was what I was going for, but that's my headcanon <laughs> right now. Roan sobbed for one of the first times in her life.
5: <laughs> she... The other time being when she crushed her baby. <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> <laughs> Roan sobbed for one of the first times in her life. Her mental abilities backfired, sending random images into her mind. She screamed, pointing a bony finger at the boy. You did this to me, she screamed. She shook wildly on the ground. You doomed me to die. Raoul ignored her. He looked into the sky, into the stars. They blinked lifelessly at him. So this is it. This is my fate. The fate of the innocent. He smiled, but it pained him to do so.
1: This is my fate. The fate of the innocent. (laughs)
5: There it is. (laughs) It's all capitalized. I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If there is ever a more like guilty chapter of coming up with the title before figuring out what the chapter was, it's this one.
0: The fate of the innocent. He smiled, but it pained him to do so. Roan rambled on, her heart beating slower and slower and slower. She looked into the sky. The fire began to engulf her, the same that had betrayed her. Raoul felt the flames touch him. They licked his legs silently. His legs caught fire, then grew to his chest. He cried the whole time. All through the time, he just repeated the fate of the innocent, as if it was the only thing he could imagine. Then. Both creatures gave their final breaths. Raoul and Roan felt their bodies and souls separate indefinitely. <laughs> indefinitely?
4: <laughs>
5: That's so good! <laughs> I don't think we can overlook the fact that we just killed off Rhone. We just killed off Rhone. Yeah. Who was like a that major sucks. character and had like some sort of weird redemption arc going that is just immediately cut You short. just got tired of it,
1: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the crap. I love... <laughs> their souls are separated indefinitely. I really hope that like I bring them back to life at some point. <laughs> and I was
2: like, I said indefinitely.
3: Yeah,
2: I came back. You Whew. describe Ralph several times as a little boy and I just bring that up because that kid took a beating in this (laughs) chapter like he was massacred he was stabbed his nose was busted Shattered. up and then he was lit on fire to close it out right <laughs> until he died
1: and he just sat there and cried while he died and smiled <laughs> even though it pained
2: him to do so chanted the fate of the innocent. this guy,
4: this guy took this guy took on like a mystical like being that killed like the parents of like all of the main yeah. cast Who were also like mystical beings. So this guy, this guy's, you know, pretty, pretty strong for a little boy. What are we? Some kind of (laughs) the fate of the innocent?
3: (laughs) What does that really even
5: mean? (laughs) Raul thought it sounded cool. I mean, he's on fire. I guess he wasn't really thinking too rash. I
1: know. I know I say it every episode, but I just find so many new ways to be weird in every single one. Whew. So, Roan just died.
3: Where's Where's the piece of steel for? Is her? Did she give it to Genghis, or do you think she still had it on her? I'm guessing Genghis got it. I'm
1: assuming Genghis has it. That's fair. Um, But also, that has not been communicated canonically to us at all. I don't know what Roan... Roan appeared, and then <laughs> it was immediately...
3: She wasn't even there from the beginning of she, the scene. She did not have to be she there. She didn't do anything. Man, no, no. she
2: was there. She was she... fresh off killing the the Ings, right? Like that was the last time we saw her. Yeah. Was... yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. As
3: last chapter, yeah. But we don't really know necessarily like when the Ink thing took place. Well, within that's true. She's gonna die in five days, right? So yeah, this is but all... theoretically,
1: it could have been like a prequel.
3: Oh, that's yeah. Who the hell knows? I wonder what happened to her baby Ing that was in the cage. Lots of questions.
1: Lots of questions unanswered.
5: <laughs> right Lots now. of questions that will absolutely be answered. <laughs>
2: That just feels like a really anticlimactic way for Ron to die. Like I thought that was. I a gotta imagine character. she's coming back, right? Like
1: this can't be it.
2: Indefinitely. Indefinitely. <laughs> I want to know about how it's more about how she like, crushed her baby. That's and, like
1: and, movies and then... that end with like "to be continued" <laughs> and like a question mark. <laughs>
3: I like to think that there's going to be some like weird freaky friday thing where Rowan's going to find herself in Raul's body and vice versa when but their souls come back. They're both dead and
1: scarred like they're both burned to a crisp. I that really- freak that'd be the worst freaky friday movie ever. <laughs> I really hope that's where it goes. <laughs> All right, this is a side note, but now I want to write a freaky friday movie with like twins that switch bodies. And it's just like the same thing. I think you're going to say like Freaky Friday Burn Unit. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so yeah, we Rowan is dead. Um, Firestorm is dead. Rest in peace. Rowan's dead. She used her tongue so well in that chapter. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. So now, okay, so now, from lore building, there's two things that are the liquid fire, which I'm assuming is just basically gone. a bomb, and, and gone. And yeah. gone. Well,
5: uh, I think he used it up. Genghis,
1: the- well, Genghis says he took the It says that Genghis took the bottle. Did he? So, there might be some left un- yeah. unclear
5: yeah, I think- he
1: swooped down, seizing the liquid fire
3: oh, yeah. oh,
1: okay. um, and then also he's after this thing called the crest of
3: or, or. That's, that's some motivation from genghis like he is he trying to collect multiple crests, do you think or and not or the word or o r r right oh, yeah,
1: that's important he's making money moves, not genghis. <laughs> He yeah, he's burning down this village cuz he's a villain in a fantasy novel. That's what they but do. But
3: he was burning it down to get the crest, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So like, I wonder what if there's like multiple crests, do they all mean something? And also, are they like literally like a piece of rock or what? He saying he's trying to go get the crest. So what do you think it is?
1: I don't know. Um maybe like a crown or something? Like some sort of magical powerful what
3: you think? Like the kid was just wearing a crown in his head his whole no, life. <laughs> the kid didn't
1: have it. The kid didn't have the cr- the crest of war.
3: Uh her.
1: So he said, "Remember, he left most likely to go get the crest."
5: Yeah, the crest of war is out there somewhere. Gotcha. So,
1: uh, takeaways from this chapter. Uh, how would we rate it?
3: Oh, uh, like best one yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's pretty good. I mean, I'll. See, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a chapter, but then Roan died. So this, is, this <laughs> yeah. is legit, like, pretty important. I
2: think this checked all the boxes. It started, you know, with a little romance, and then, uh, and then Genghis <laughs> popped up. We had some twists and a major character death. I mean, what more could you ask for? <laughs> yeah.
4: Raul has, like, the makings of, like, a main character, and he was just yeah. one chapter and <laughs> yeah. Dead. Like, he's infinitely cooler than, like, you know, Joe and Will. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not Joe, but no, no, no. definitely He's will. Go with
3: the will for sure. All right, um, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I was kind of hoping for some, for some uh, elf anti gravity powers, but they never came up. So <laughs>
1: honestly, that has not been utilized effectively at all since uh, chapter three.
3: Disappointing, but I'll live. <laughs>
1: uh, Elijah, what did you think of this chapter?
4: Um, you know, other than just like the abject disappointment of losing Raul this quickly, you know i <laughs> i uh, I thought he I thought he was super dope. Like. This guy is. This guy like might as well be Aragorn, you know. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Rest in peace, Raul. Rest in peace. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, once again, their souls and their bodies separated indefinitely. They might. But their souls can
5: go to different bodies.
1: Find out next time (laughs) when we return after this indefinite break. Stay buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Ulverts. Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by Nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye.
0: His Scorched torso burned like flame. Yeah. <laughs> what else burns like flame you know flame right? <laughs> <laughs>